This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. It's silly. <laughs> Get so many of those Alex Jones things in there. Oh, crying when I forgot about. <laughs> And he started crying about pedophiles. <laughs> They're everywhere. In the government. <laughs> <laughs> That's on his show. I've, I'll tell you right now, Brady, 21 years of doing this show, I've never cared about anything enough that we've talked about to make me do anything close to that. I've never once just felt like I'm breaking down, brother. It's over. <laughs> You'd laugh so hard if I had a topic that I was on. And I'm like... <laughs> We're going to take a little break while this guy composes himself. Jeez, all bait. I don't know. It depends. I can understand. All of a sudden, you know, you're in the room and someone's losing it. (laughs) Uh -uh. (laughs) I can understand getting misty-eyed. I've had that a couple of times on the show. I've had a couple of times when I just had some emotional moments. But if I ever made the, (laughs) it's time to turn the mics off and go to commercial. I can't get a word. And when out. we'd go to commercial, I'd go where the where Toledo wow. is in the studio. Did you get that on tape? You got that right. It's over. This guy is done. The guy is done. Did you hear what he said? We just offer our children up to the system with the fluoride and the water and the GMO hurting them, and we let fat perverts grab them at the airport to train them for the pedophile government. Where are the men in this country? Yeah, where it goes on and on and on. It doesn't make sense to me. But uh, people are emailing in, and there's a lot of uh, Alex Jones chatter. People are interested in him. And a lot of folks never even li- listen to the guy. They just know him as a nutbag. Somebody made a good point, though, uh, going back and forth, and he said, man, doesn't it, you know, to start a new conspiracy, normally it's pretty easy to just publicly humiliate someone and make them crazy, and then they disappear. Like Roseanne. You know, when Roseanne said her crazy stuff, they're like, oh, she's crazy. Blame an ambient for all that. Nah, they just disappear her. And then they, they just they paint you in such a way that the next thing you say is so bad that people just stop. T- they've destroyed tons of people. That your, your apology and your excuse for what happened is so much worse than what happened initially. Now you're just buried in some place uh, never to return again. Just uh, The cancel culture has knocked a lot of people out. Alex Jones, they tried that for a year. Oh, he's nuts. He's nuts, this, that. And he said that. Push him off into the corner. That uh, 
what was that uh, Grove place that he uncovered, the Bohemian Grove? With yes. All the presidents. In Northern California. Right. And it's a place that turned out to be real and true and this private club for super important people. And He went there originally and took some pictures to prove it. And then, but it's, it, there, uh, it turned out that's where the, you know, the group, the Oppenheimer gang got together first. And, and they do these and, weird yeah, and they ended up ceremonies. Doing, well, that's where he went nuts. Okay. Do they or not? Yeah. Because uh, Nixon was notorious for saying it was the most homo f-word thing he's ever been a part of, uh, but he's like they do all yeah it's like a, it's a, pictures of Henry Kissinger sure Reagan Kissinger in, all these in guys in a dress and they all acted like they weren't part of it and then they were and Alex Jones kind of uncovered that it's truthful and then they just finally came out and said yeah it's true and then Alex Jones went on to say it's where they discuss all their pedophilia and they have young people and it's like they sacrifice right. a baby idol right and, yeah they're eating babies and that's where that whole cabal baby eating thing started with tom hanks and and that's where people are like oh he's off the rails but as crazy as he's been he won't go away so like the guy that emailed me and said i'm more conspiratorial about the 965 million dollars because it seems to me he's on to something or they wouldn't make such a massive example We're shutting him up yeah that you you just destroy the man, and no matter what, you crush what he has to say because he's he's told so many lies. But I mean, if that's the case, uh, nine hundred sixty five million dollars is like, I don't understand. Like, what what is he talking about that scares you so much? Outside of I understand that the families of Sandy Hook deserve some cash. I thought that fifty million was a pretty nice payday. Anyway, it's nuts. I got a lot of emails about that. A lot of them. No, it says, we may be living in the last few years of legally being allowed to be an asshole. Thanks, Internet. But as long as we don't uh, lead mobs of ignorant idiots, we'll be okay. Unfortunately, men like you, John, are at a higher risk of getting in trouble. I feel it's based on the fact that the toothless ghouls, remember Chuck used to call them that, our listeners, the toothless ghouls seem to worship you and whatever you say. Anyone that calls you chancellor, despite not knowing how to spell or understand why they're calling you that... <laughs> is likely someone who would do anything you ask them to do. There are way too many sheep out there. And that is truly the only responsibility that we have, is to make sure that we don't talk dumb people into doing something really bad. For instance, (laughs) when the gas prices went up in like 2005, and we told people to smear poop on on the pumps, no one did it. The gas stations were nervous that dumb people would. And then I said, look, you can sit and fight back all you want. The only thing gas stations would actually be afraid of is fire. Duclear war. Right. And then Sheriff Joe went on and said, if, in fact, someone lights a gas station on fire, that guy's responsible for it. Nobody did. But that was my first dance with, wow, they're dumb enough to actually think. Because I'm saying it like a rational person saying, look, you can sit and have your daily boycotts of gas stations and you can say, I'm not going to buy a Texaco on Monday and Tuesday not Chevron. And, and eventually they all make their money back on the day you use them. Um, and I was like, that's stupid. The only If you're serious about a revolution, the only thing they're afraid of is fire and that's dumb. And I said that thinking everybody had a rational mind. Well, I was reminded quite quickly, not everyone does. And he's like, if anybody does, it's like, nobody's going to do that. I'm like, you'll see. Dummies will do things you say. I'm like, ah. They realize it because I have to constantly remind myself I'm an idiot. I'm basically sort of I'm, – I'm like one shaky car right away from being mentally challenged. That's If my mom was in one more four-wheeler while, I, while she was pregnant with me, one more bump, one speed bump, I'd have been completely – I'd been totally dodo. 
But uh, I have to remind myself of that, that people think that I'm smart sometimes. And I don't get that. Because I'm not. Sound, I, I tell a good, there was also I spin a, part, a good yarn. Yeah, there was also a part of that that, you know, was uh, going and take a bag of fiddle faddle. Yeah, steal Remember something. Saying that? Yeah. From the, the gas prices are so high. Well, they also found out that you're not allowed to, well, we shouldn't say this, but you're, you're like uh, convenience stores aren't allowed to chase you out of the store. So if they're charging, if they're gouging you at the, at the pump, you're, you're owed one bag of fiddle faddle for free. That was my policy that I placed on all gas stations. And I don't know if anybody took advantage of it. I'm sure they did. But the clerks at the thing aren't going to chase you out or whatever, and you're not going to get in that much trouble for a fiddle faddle. So it was a good idea. I think the good news about that is they don't carry that anymore. Fiddle, fiddle faddle? faddle? Have you been yeah. looking for fiddle faddle? Funyuns, fiddle faddle, any of the snack size bags. Not a full family size. That would be wrong. That's big-time theft. <laughs> One of those little ones, an individual pack. Nobody's going to miss that. Half the time the We're clerks, good, right? Clerks are knocking those out, too. We're good. 79 cents. Uh, somebody just said, my God, we have to do something. Listen to the Alex Jones thing. I'm just waiting for the Brady report to get my lawsuit started. Every day that guy says something that isn't true, whether he knows it or not. Uh, just making stuff up to go with stories that don't make sense. The man is a, a, a legend with lies. That's true. You just you add facts to stories that aren't even there. Assumptions. Like that lady who got run over by the jet ski the other day and tore her perineum. We couldn't figure out what you it's meant. It's opinionated. <laughs> or just wrong. Or made up. It's a good portion of it's made up. Yeah, but that is true. There's, a, there's an oddness to what we do here. That you have to remind yourself that uh, just just because I'm well-spoken, I guess, or I can say something that sounds uh, to make sense because of the way I say it. Not that sentence, but, uh, you know, people think that I know what I'm talking about. I'm winging this stuff, man. Don't take me seriously. If I tell you to march in line down a road, don't do it. That's dumb. At 10 o'clock when I go away, you guys all go away. That's how I look at it. Everything I say up until 10 is just for enter- – this is for entertainment purposes only. How about that? Never to be taken seriously uh, or it will cost me a billion dollars if one of you guys does something stupid. We've had plenty of people do stupid stuff. We made that guy eat a bag of crickets. We've done some dumb things. But it's usually volunteers. Like the, We didn't have a bag of crickets just laying around for anybody to eat. He brought them in. Remember? You remember that? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. And then, he, we, uh, and then we, he puked him up, and then that lady ate his cricket vomit? For another pair of tickets. How's the Osborne tickets? People do anything for stuff. They could have died. And, of course, our old boss chuckled, you know, that guy could have died eating all those crickets. Like, I don't know if that's real. Can you die from eating crickets? No. Sure you can. Hundreds of them in a wad. Bouncing around in your throat? You don't know that asshole. Bouncing around. You don't know. He's swallowing them whole. Toledo's coming in with something. What else did we do? MFing could too. They could too. You might get. You might. You'll, you'll see. You'll get your ass in a vice. Uh, also, the things we made Freddie do. We had that homeless. Oh, yeah. dude we had that lady drink a gallon of milk in the hundred and. He brought the milk. I know they brought it, but we they, didn't make him. She volunteered to eat the toenail, and then yeah, that Carla lady. Ate the toenail off that homeless guy. We had the idea. He provided the toenail. She said, okay. Rest in peace, Freddie. Yeah, Freddie's dead now. So is that lady who ate the toenail, I'm guessing. 
how could you not when it was a Fredicure? Yeah, we get a Fredicure. I mean, it, it just added up. It was a great name for a thing. Give a uh, Fredicure. I think uh, our old employee Ashley still has uh, night terrors from sleeping in a bag with with Freddy. Yeah, she had to get in a sleeping bag with that homeless guy, <laughs> Freddy. It's all right. I'll treat this. I'll be a gentleman to that bitch. All right, Freddie, keep it down. And then she nibbled his toenails off. Yeah, and things we did to Eric, but he volunteered for got, money. Got paid. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Anyway, billion dollars if you screw up, boys. So tell the truth. Always tell the truth or be like Brett and just say, I don't know. I don't want to think we should be talking about that. It does lend you to – it leads you down a path of saying, what are they trying so hard to stop Alex Jones for? You know, it, makes, it does make you think, what does he know? Why is he such a target? Like why can't we just brush him off like everybody else, let him pay the families? And then just move on. What is the billion dollar thing? That's huge. And it is, it is a, it's scary. To me, that's a scary. Because it's just a arbitrary fining of calling you dangerous because you're storytelling. It, it quiets a lot of people that would say, well, I would say what I think here, but I don't ha- I'm not sure. But yet Twitter, Facebook, all this other stuff, that's all based in what opinion and no fact and everything else. We're all worried about fake news constantly. Uh, CNN, Fox, they're always wrong. To me, it's more about punishing him for his behavior during yeah. the trial because he was disrespectful to the, to the Oh, judge. he was horrible. He was chewing gum in yeah. the middle. And well, he she was called him out on horrible. it. So, yeah, no, I, I think but that how that about, a lot. You know who deserves a billion dollars? Deserves? Deserves. From newspapers and news outlets and everything else. Richard Jewell. Oh, yeah. It should go back. I mean, he's dead now, but the dude was not guilty. He, he was actually heroic. But he was the guy who uh, basically found the bomb at Centennial Park in 1996. The news attacked him so badly and then just said, sorry. And he got a settlement, but it wasn't a billion dollars. But all those... Those corporations that that went after him and the, the major news outlets, NBC, CBS, by name, naming him without, oh, yeah. without guilt or anything else, just saying, here's our suspect and here's what he did, and creating a, a just a nightmare. Brett Favre's getting it right now. Brett Favre is not guilty yet. The story is out, though, that, and now it's the, now the die is cast. But because he – and that's where I kind of follow you on the conspiracy theory. When someone fights back – it yeah. seems like someone someone on the other side digs in a little harder yeah. because now they're like, well, now we've uncovered more. Yeah, about there's something Brett else, and is it, I think to me it just quiets people who say things you don't like. The Sandy Hook stuff don't that he was talking about. Don't you think that's talking, always awful. been a thing, though? Yeah, not like not to Lenny that level. Bruce, I mean, I mean, they on, just used to know. arrest them and try to. They still do it. That's the cancel culture theory: is that you just you, you attack them until they they can't right. do it. But Alex Jones wouldn't go away because he was. That's the that's the danger of being self sufficient. He was. He was under no umbrella. It was the Alex Jones world. It was yeah. his company. It was his show. You couldn't take it off the air. It couldn't be removed. I do think there's 
a level of responsibility, though, when you're when of you're course there is doing that, and you're not like you said putting out the statement that it's for entertainment. But a billion dollar level? Yeah, I don't know if it's that. Yeah, I don't know if scary. it's that. This one says, uh, remember before the internet, John, when conspiracy theorists were just crazy people? Back before everyone was an expert because they found some BS on the internet that justified their lunacy as fact? You know, before we could find anything out, politicians could get away with murder, literally. The Clintons, JFK, those families were about as crooked as they come. But everyone loved them because they didn't know, and it might have been a better time. Now we all know, and we can't do crap about it. Maybe it was better when we didn't know. That's true. You got me, man. It has sped everything up. It has quickly we, again, magnified. That's another the theory. Internet. I think we're we build computers similar to our mindset. It's a faster version, but computers can overheat and they can overload with information. And I know for a fact we can too because you've seen it. When we have too much information, we don't know what to do, and it usually leads us to anger. Or, uh, we seize on one thing? Well, yeah, lashing out, and we hate being wrong, and there's too much information, so we grab one thing and say, this I understand, and I'm not going to hear anybody else. I'm going with this one because this is the one that resonates with me, whether it's true or not. I'm digging in because there's a group of people that are with me on this, and uh, you're, they tell their story. It's crazy. It's this damn internet. It's social media more than the internet. Mm-hmm. The internet used to be easy to kind of, eh, that seems like garbage. Now it's social media where your friends are sending you stuff and your peers and make you go down rabbit holes you don't want to go into. It's crazy. Good luck out there, everybody, but just don't lie to your friends. Uh, One thing we can all get behind, and you've been amazing about it so far, is KUP deployment. Uh, All the Arizona troops that are out of state, uh, down at the border, that's another one. I got an email from a guy the other day that said – I got a kid uh, in the I don't know if in the guard or the army or whatever, and he's down at the border, like doing border patrol for the border patrol guys because they're not allowed to have weapons half the time. They've neutered the border patrol, so they've got actual military guys down there doing drills and things like that. Uh, we don't even know about that, but they're not going to be there. He said my kid's going to be down there. He said it's close, but he's not going to be back for the holidays. So it's really nice that you'll do that. So some of these Arizona people that are deployed are deployed right down the street. But they still can't come home, and they like getting stuff from their house, and that's nice. You guys have been amazing. Uh, what we do is pack up boxes for all the Arizona troops serving overseas, out of state, down at the border, wherever, who won't be home for the holidays. Uh, and all we're looking for is just little, uh, little, you know, gifts. That's it. Uh, we've done the Brady's friend gave us thousands of razors. We don't need razors, right? I think we're covered because they get the cruddy military issue ones that uh, they all complain about. Sometimes you can get the Mach threes. Evidently, but uh, it's only in certain spots. Some of the guys deployed don't get those. Uh, the crew length socks and underwear that you can do at our Amazon wish list at 98kupd.com. Dental floss, toothpaste, toothbrushes. We've knocked that silly. We could always use more. Lip balm, uh, baby powder, foot and baby powder because they're hoofing around in those that's good for their feet and skin and stuff so they don't have nasty feet. Uh, hard candy, golf balls, and yo yo's. This is as simple entertainment as they get. These guys are asking for golf balls and yo-yos. Why? Because they like to hit golf balls into the desert for no reason. Uh, playing cards, word games, stamps, notepads, envelopes, pens for letter writing. They still do a lot of that. Uh, you can go out to see Brett this morning, 83rd Avenue and Cactus. He's at the Safeway uh, with KUP deployment. And today he's going to focus in on wet wipes because uh, there's nothing worse than a grungy butt walking around in dirt and wherever you're deployed. you got filth ass. Nice little wet wipe instead of that one-ply 
government-issued toilet paper that those guys are getting. A little, you know, that's some love right there. And these guys would feel much better about that when you uh, litter up some uh, foreign asshole with our wet wipes covered in American poo. That's what I like to think about. Our troops wiping their asses and leaving it there for someone else to pick up in those dumps that those guys are out there training in. Uh, and I like Germany's pretty nice. Don't do it there. We've got a base there. Uh, so you can join uh, Brett out there this morning collecting supplies for our troops. We always say, oh, I support the troops. I support the troops. Well, when they're not at war, uh, they're still training. They're still uh, deployed. They're still out and about doing stuff that we don't even know about. I know. They're on that wall. Exactly. They're quietly doing exactly what they always do. There's just not a lot of gunfire. And there's not a lot we know right now about where half these people are. That one guy said his son's in Tikrit. He's still in Iraq doing some drills or whatever. I'm like, that's crazy. Another lady uh, had her daughter, I think, was medical over in Poland or something, right there on the border of the Ukraine and doing doing work there. And she's in, it's crazy. So it's uh, there's still a lot going on. So when you say you support the troops, you got to do it in this, quote, peacetime that we have now, not just when it's uh, perilous for them. They're still out there. They're still doing their, their job, and they're still uh, deserving of our respect much more than just standing up at a sporting event. So we thank you in advance. Safeway this morning, 83rd Avenue and Cactus, and I'm sure Brett's going to have all sorts of stuff. I think he's got uh, the Blink-182 tickets sign up, I think. Uh, he's, he'll tell us about it in a little bit. But when he gets out to 83rd and Cactus, you guys can join him and drop off wet wipes and just go right into the Safeway there. They've got them. <laughs> Safeway will uh, point you in the direction of the baby diapers, the adult diapers, and the wet wipes. Yeah, drop off a load there for the, for the guys so when they drop their load... They get a nice clean bottom because people like me wouldn't survive in the military because I take a shower after every poop. Unclean bottoms? I would not do well <laughs> pooping in a bucket and not need – I need a shower and after. Having that toilet brush oh, next to you in the water. man. Oh, the brush. <laughs> oh, Just no. brush. No. <laughs> I would quit the military. You have a calloused up b-hole? I'd go AWOL just because I have, I have poopy butt. Where's Holbert? He's got mud butt, sir. He's not coming. That's it. Until I get a shower, a mobile shower that tags along with us while we're doing these drills, I'm not going out there. A decent facility, sir. Speaking for everyone. Yeah, I know. I, I have a couple friends who were in Iraq, and they've told me the stories about places they've dumped and gone to the bathroom. You just pull your pants right back up. There's no cleanup. There's no time. Your body still functions. Let you still have to poop. Slosh around. Yeah. That sniper friend of mine had to lay in a oh, yeah. hole for three days and drop deuces and pee and just pulls his pants right back up. I Look, the reason I wash yeah, my ass. Yeah, you grab some sagebrush? The, the reason I wash my ass is not a threat to the guy who's laying in a ditch for three days eyeballing who he's going to snipe. Right. Because I did it because my girlfriend of Tony Roma's was notorious for liking the old backdoor, uh, backdoor darts. She liked to, you know. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Brady. Brady's, you know, the devil's dance with the, with the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> when we say Brady will eat anything, we mean almost anything. But she liked that, so I learned early on to keep that thing spotless, just in case today's today. And she only did it twice. The first time I cried, the second time I just told her, that's the last time we're doing this. I'm, I'm, not, a, I'm not comfortable with my legs where you put them for that. She really liked that a lot. I don't understand it. But, you know, her taste buds were different. She had a different palate than me. She liked that. I couldn't live my life since then, though, 
knowing that because I still have that in my head. Today might be the day that I like that, and somebody you know hey, give it a go. <laughs> Brady might go. I'm gonna give it a try. Why don't I try on you? I trust you. All right, I'm spotless. If you're ready to go, you could eat off of it. Texter says, "Hey, sickness fam, I like that. I'm in Portland for a veterinary conference." place is full of homeless toenail eaters and mud yeah. butts. Yeah, there's a lot of mud butts up there. <laughs> Portland is mud butt heaven. Give them wet wipes. But yeah, so I did that. I couldn't be in the military because I couldn't, I couldn't walk around with poopy butt all day. That's horrifying. Yikes. So I support our troops for doing things, just little things like that, walking around with filthy asses and hanging out together, taking, taking dumps and buckets and Scrubbing up with their hands and then washing their hands. It's horrifying to me. That's the horrors of war. I ain't no problem shooting people. Having poopy butts, the worst thing in the world. And your dog comes in with poopy butt, it's the, 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 whole, the whole house shuts down. Oh, God, Frank's got poopy butt. Everybody, don't move. Poopy butt's the worst, but nothing you do about it. Give them the wet wipes. The troops deserve their wet wipes. It's a beautiful thing. 83rd Avenue and Cactus, that is where Brett is. This morning, and he's got all sorts, sorts of stuff for you as well. Uh, last night, Brady, we had the uh, the band in the house, and we did our rehearsals. Uh, first set of rehearsals for the Night of the Singing Dead. And let me just tell you this. Alanis Morissette song, it's going to surprise you. It's fantastic. You ought to know? Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, amazing. We gave it a run. Let's see if John can do an Alanis Morissette impression. <laughs> God damn it, can I do an Alanis Morissette impression? Had no idea. It was pretty fun. That's a good one. That's going to surprise people. Uh, we're doing, and people are, uh, why are you doing Alanis Morissette on Night of the Singing Dead? Taylor Hawkins was her drummer. People forget that. There's a, I think it's on Netflix, a good documentary about her and that album, Jagged Oh, Loco. it's amazing. And Taylor Flea's, Hawkins is all through it. Yeah, Flea's the bass player yep. on uh, You Ought to Know. Yep. That was a, uh, an all-star Monster. setup there. Uh, yeah, Flea played bass on You Ought to Know, and he just kind of made it up. If you listen to the bass on that thing, it's just, uh, crazy. But, uh. It was good, and we're getting ready for it. It's happening on October 29th, if you guys want to go. Uh, Cha-Ching Chavez will be there. We're going to have our beer out there, so that means that uh, the Humane Society is going to get a little extra on top of it all. And uh, you can just uh, get the VIP tables, which is right up front there. You can sit next to Doug Hopkins. He'll be right there in that. And you guys can uh, – I think they sold out already of the bar seats. Is it uh, standuplive.com? No, it's Copper Blues. Copper, Copper Blues. Blues Phoenix. Copper yeah. Blues Phoenix. Okay, yeah. so you got to go to their website. Yep. Uh, go to their events. And, yeah, go scroll to their down. calendar and scroll down to August twenty or uh, August October 29th, yep. and it's right there. And we're gonna we're gonna knock your and socks I'll, I'll off. Put Rock a link October twenty ninth. That's right. Rocktober twenty ninth. There's a couple days left of Rocktober, and we're gonna celebrate that Halloween style with our Night of the Singing Dead. I'm very excited about it. Uh, more so that the uh, the band is healthy and back together. Our guitar player had a little heart issue earlier, and we had to cancel our summer show. So, uh, He's a real zombie, I'm uh, telling you. Almost. We got a couple of them. Roy, the other guitarist, is back. He had a stroke a couple years ago. It's terrifying. It's an unhealthy bunch. That fake hip strokes. Guy got shot. Heart attack. The only one left is Ryan, our drummer, and he's... Who knows what's going on there? We, we're just waiting for him to fall apart. Anxiety. It'll be awesome. He, he could just snap and start shooting the place like, up. Who everyone knows? around me. Yeah, everyone, yeah he's going to kill all of us because we're bad juju. Anyway, it's, uh, it's awesome, and it was fun last night. So it was good to get it all back together, and it's all for a good cause, and it's just a great party. People who have been in the past are like, this is awesome. They've made it an annual tradition down there at Copper Blues. We're going to do this every Halloween, uh, hopefully, for as long as we feel like it. 
uh, and they're having us back again. So thanks to those guys as well. So we're ready to go with this thing. And uh, day one of rehearsals went well. Kind of knocked out about the uh, the Alanis Morissette. Surprised on that one. We, we you know we'll throw a few in the mix, and I like to try this one out and see if it was good. That's the keeper. I'll probably blow it live on stage, but so far in rehearsal, that's been a good one. Very excited. You know, my band would have made. I it think you dabbled in that a little bit. I've before. goofed with it before. Yeah. We've never. Really, we did it once at a Christmas party. We did the metal version. We just double based it the whole way, and I was like, uh, "You, you, you ought to know." Yeah, I can goof with it for a second, but it was good. When we take it seriously, that group's pretty damn good. So we'll see you guys out there. What do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Toledo? Brought to you by our friends at Action Ride Shop. Check them out at actionrideshop.com in uh, Mesa at the corner of Southern and Gilbert. We've got some uh, uh, things for the Alex Jones. Uh, Push It by Static X. Uh, Apparently he's pushing the line. Yes, we get it. Um, Gangsta's Paradise for Coolio a week later. People still mourning Coolio? Apparently. Uh, Ghost Dance Macabre. Mm. Uh, Egypt Central White Rabbit for those conspiracy theorists. If that's a cover, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear that either. Uh, The White Rabbit that Jefferson Airplane did? I think so, yeah. One pill makes... Is that White Rabbit? People want to know that your friend Dave Ellison has a uh, show tonight. That's right. And so they're asking for Megadeth's Mary Jane. Uh, He was going to be on the show today, but then there were some extenuating circumstances between... uh, I heard about it. Him and Dave... Popped up again. Who? Like a magazine. Well, it wasn't because of him. No, it was our end. Oh, okay. There was some confusion between management and us and uh, scheduling and all this other stuff. And then there was an issue. So we had to just say, sorry, Dave, not this time. But it shows over at, uh, where is it? Uh, uh, hang on. Need, Crescent Ballroom, I think. Uh, it's it's uh, Dave Ellison and Jeff Young, the mega years. Kings of Thrash is what the show is yes. called, featuring Chris Poland. Killing is my business, and business is good with special guests Empire of Desire yes. at the Crescent Ball. Yeah, Tickets Crescent. at dzplive.com. There you go. Yeah, there's a, an odd argument I didn't know about that I had to. We were going to have Dave in here. And then, I like uh, that one. Anthrax, Inside Out, Sepultura, Roots, Bloody Roots, Pink Floyd, Money. Give me some ghost. Right. Dance macabre as we're prepping for we're in the Ides of October, or Rocktober, as Brady calls it. And we get our uh, Halloween show coming up here. Ghost is the, always a good Halloween tester. Got Great. my ghoul up. With a, the whole oh, did you get it all yeah, set up? Decorations are up. My neighbors have a uh, across the way there, down the road. They have a tw- what, those twelve or fifteen foot skeletons with the giant head. Those are popular now. Yeah, it, uh, the wind knocked it over, and the giant head was rolling around by itself oh. in the yard. It's the creepiest thing you've ever seen. Because the next morning you go out, and it's there's skeleton parts all over, and a head has. When it fell, it, it evidently bounced forward, and it was detached by like 12 or 15 feet, just this giant skull. And you didn't see the whole skeleton. You're like, that is a creepy decoration to throw it on its side. That's a huge – where do you keep that? Laser has one. Where do you keep it? Well, laser? Come on. He's got storage units. Does he have a storage unit just for that? He's wasting his money. Don't trust laser with money because <laughs> that's a terribly stupid investment. I keep my Halloween decorations for 179 and a month. Yeah, well, that's dumb. Get a shed for your house for crying out loud. The thing is gigantic. That's all I thought of when I saw it. I'm like, where do you put that? I don't like my Halloween stuff that hey, I have you in haven't my garage. Seen it, um, I'd be curious to see how it shows up, you know, how they ship it. Oh, it's got to be in all parts. And, so yeah. Pop together. But the box has got to be It's huge. Big. The skull itself is massive. I've got uh, like a ceramic pumpkin 
and a thing to put the candy in and uh, another little like pumpkin thing. And there's three things I have for all of Halloween. And every t- every summer I go through, I'm like, God, I got to get rid of this crap. Yeah. This, I, I don't know where to store this. My Halloween stuff. But I have a 12-foot skeleton and it's neat. But I like it just it's not worth it for the day. Yeah, the ghoul that I have is probably nine feet, but it goes into a, a basically a two by three box. Yeah, that's just too much storage. I used to have uh, inflatable Christmas things, and every January I regretted having those because you got to stuff them into a box and find a spot for that box. And yep, you just hog an area for a two week run there. But to get a storage unit is pretty impressive. Uh, you're watching Friend of the Family now. Oh, yeah. You got in on that Peacock show. Yeah. Huh? It, huh? Pretty sweet, right? It does. But, I, you know, it's similar to the, for me, like Marilyn or what's it called? Blonde. Yeah. That that they put up the beginning that we've, you know, these are based on true events. Right. It bothers me that they, I mean, they did a good job the way they put portraying a lot of the stuff or how the story right. breaks down. But I'm wondering how much of that, I mean, because that documentary is a little bit different. How so? As far as I the, the detailing. pretty dead on. I, I just think, um, I didn't see the people being so um, aware. Like the documentary said they just were. Oh, they naive. were aware. Yeah. I mean, they, but they were trusting. But, that was the but thing. But he just that- never puts his foot down. Because he's, he's yeah. Because it was the well. That's what I got out of the documentary about these people up in. Idaho. How does a guy pull this off? He's groomed and, the know, whole family, right? Yeah, because they're trusting in their faith to a point that they don't want to be embarrassed by by being called out as bad people. They're more afraid of being publicly shamed as a jerk than they like when he gives his buddy the hand job just because his friends like it'll make us both feel good. It's oh. what friends would do for each other. It's the most cringeworthy scene. Ever. It really happened. But it, he basically was like, my friend needs help. I'm supposed to serve my friends. That's what my religion has taught me. He's begging me. He's in the religion, too. I can trust him. And this is something he absolutely needs. I don't want to say no because then he'll call me a jerk and I'll get a reputation as a jerk. That was more important than actually putting your foot down and going, are you kidding me? I'm not going to jerk you off. And it, it's There's something fear about of being getting, in, the, uh, getting the horn tugged in 70s clothing and, yeah, and well, then almost like, that's. Tom Hanks' son. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Colin Hanks giving the hand job is pretty awesome. I just I look at it as naive naive behavior of a religion that basically says you'll be cast out if you start to stand out. So do everything you can to stand quietly in line and just listen. The God has brought you everything. Don't question anything. And those people didn't question any of it. Their daughter gets kidnapped, and they're like, "Well, we know the guy. They're in Mexico and stuff." But you know, darn it all. I think this is going to be okay. He's like a member of the family. Yeah, it's how sweet is that GMC Beach? Car? That is one of the nicest RVs I've ever seen. I looked up there; I found one for thirty nine thousand. They're tough to find. Thirty nine grand in, in uh, North Carolina. Our neighbors have beautiful, one up. bright red, gorgeous. Yeah, if you're not watching this show, it's pretty awesome. It's on the Peacock Network. Friend of the family did the documentary a while ago, and it was just mind blowing that this happens. This this little girl gets kidnapped uh, by a friend of the family, a very close friend of the family. He's in love with her. He's convinced her that aliens and have talked to him about uh, a mission. She's the executive producer. She's behind I know. all this she stuff. She opens yeah. that up. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Although she cuts it off pretty quick. What do you mean? Thank you for watching. Oh, yeah. They have to Let's get, get to, to the, the show. They have to get to the show. I don't want to sit and listen to her talk the whole time. It's pretty amazing. I love it.
because it's filling in all the gaps the documentary didn't with reenactments. Oh, that hand job scene. Oh, I was cringing. Buddies giving each other a tug because God sent them that for that. Oh, help a brother out. Yeah, brother B. It's worth watching. It's pretty good. I went right from Dahmer to that. It's awesome. And Dahmer is less disturbing to me. Dahmer's brain makes more sense to me than the devout Mormon to that level. To just never question anything that happens to you. It's all part of a plan. All of it is okay. Don't say boo. It's, to, that makes less sense to me than a serial killer's mind. I mean, the if that, if that happened to you and you, um, you know, you bring it up to the church board, remember the bishop and the yeah. other two guys, Bishop Rick, whatever. Yeah. And um, wouldn't you say, you know what, I, th- I think I'm going to leave church for a while. What did they do, though? He brought it up. He, he finally confessed and they're like, you're out. You're an embarrassment. Like, but dude's not out. lifting his, he's not no. excommunicated. He can go to church. It's just probation. Everybody's going to know about it. I know. It, it's, it's worse, which is the reason he was keeping it quiet. I have a Mormon friend whose, uh, whose husband was horrible to her, like abusive, verbally, physically, everything else. And when she tried to divorce the guy, they kicked her out. Her family stopped talking to her. Like, oh my God, you're getting a divorce? This is insanity. God can't have this. It's nuts. And the bishop was sitting in her driveway one day when she came home. Is that right? I yeah. don't know that. Yep. Sitting in, she came home, had get, got her kids from school, sitting in the driveway. Um, Trying to talk need, her out of it? I think we need to talk about no what kidding. you're doing to your children. Yeah. Nobody supported her. They all None. made her an outcast None. for saying, I'm getting knocked around the house. Pocatello, and I'm getting I out. Yeah. It's was crazy. a freak back then in the 70s because most of the time, if you're getting caught being a a homo or a pedophile, you just leave town. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's tough to leave town when you're, you know, forest. You're, but that's you, how beautiful Pocatello is, Pocatello is beautiful. It's nice. So white. And that's really what they were after. So white. How about the scene where they're going through the elementary school and there's a couple of black kids? I was like, all right, that's not, that's one thing they exaggerated. Pocatello, Idaho, 70s, Mormon town did not have There a, was a few adoptions. No, maybe. No, nope, there weren't. Not in Mormons because uh, up until 77, yeah, no. uh, that was the just 69. No, they no, just 75 took the was off. when they took the pop off the black thing. 78. Oh, that's right. It might have been 78. I think it was 78. Mid-70s, they were allowed to have. Uh, like they, they started and you know there wasn't a flood in 78. <laughs> right. They were taking it slow. Yeah. There wasn't a waiting list yeah. in Pocatello for black folks to get in. You're right. That yeah. that should be that out. School was all... You know, Colorado Again, that's, City. That's the interpretation <laughs> thing that bothered me. Right. And there's some of it where, like, all right, you're just pandering at that point. But the cars, clothing. Yeah. Oh, it's all, it all looks the part until you, you scan the cafeteria at the Pocatello Elementary School. You're like, nope, nope. Those two weren't there. The full afro and all that. I'm like, nope. The mod squad was not there's accepted. No way they'd like Idaho. <laughs> they might like Idaho. They're not going to like that school. They're not going to fit in. They'd have been sitting together, too, by the way. They were at different tables. No way the two black kids in that Mormon village of lunacy are sitting separate. No way. It's great. It's a great show, though. You should watch that thing. Yeah, I like when they, you know, when they get into the, 
maybe this happened kind of thing. It's like, we know this did happen. Here's the conversation that could. And they make the, the dude playing Brother B in that thing is so creepy. Oh, man. That it's, he's the guy from The Office. He was the one at the tail end of The Office. He came in. They called him New Jim. He looked like Jim. Oh, yeah. Uh, he is, what's his something? Lacey is his name. Dude is killing it and almost ruining his career because he's gotten so likably creepy. We have a guy here uh, at the building named Scott Taylor. I think he's the same. <laughs> Scott, I call, Scott Taylor is also of that ilk. And I always tease him about being too pure for his own good, like there's something ultimately pure about Scott. Every time I watch Friend in the Family, I call it the Scott Taylor Show. He does go to Mexico a lot. We all know a Mormon that's like, hmm, <laughs> you're one of them. Wasn't allowed to watch uh, Better Call Saul. He had to sneak it. He's a great guy. I still don't think he's a human being. I think he's a robot. Anyway, what are you going to do? Let's get to the wake-up song. It's Ghost, everybody. Uh, we're in the middle of Halloween season. All the decorations are up, so Ghost has to start popping up more often. It's Dance Macabre. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fees. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.